Alright, what's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Beyond the River podcast. Um, just quick before I get into what I want to talk about today, um, feel free to text me any questions, um, any stories, any fishing related information um, to 646-547-2790. Again, that's 646-547-2790. So, something I want to talk about today um, it's something I kind of entitled, when you don't know, stick to the status quo. And I don't know about you, but whenever I hear that, um, first thing that pops in my head is the High School Musical song. Um, I won't, I won't sing it because I want you guys to listen to this. And once I start singing, um, uh, it's game over because my singing voice is not super good. Um, but anyways, so I was fishing on Saturday for Lake Run Brown Trout out of Lake Ontario. Uh, fish that have just absolutely taken my confidence and thrown it out the door. Um, I consider myself to be a fairly decent fisherman. And I'm usually able to catch trout specifically in, in pretty much any condition, even high water. I'm usually able to find at least one fish you know, willing to come play with me. Um, but these lake run browns are different and i found myself in a spot where i was literally staring at a bunch of these browns in the water and somehow i just couldn't catch them like i was literally staring at them like one was like two feet from my my feet so like they were there there was plenty of them there i just couldn't catch them and the big issue in the lake ontario troops for me is you're only allowed to fish one hook point which is you know that's, that's the regulations so I, I don't really I would I was gonna say I understand but I really don't understand it um, I guess they're just trying to prevent like foul hooking and stuff like that snagging and whatnot but anyways so I use a euro nymphing technique for trout and I also utilize it for steelhead because when I fish steelhead on the Lake Erie tributaries you're allowed two hook points so I, I just do my normal euro nymphing rig that I use for trout I usually use heavier beads, heavier tungsten beads on my flies, just because the, the currents tend to be a little bit swifter and the water dynamic tends to be a little bit different where you have to you have to really use heavier flies to get down in, in steelhead water. But you know, when I move to Lake Ontario and I can only use one fly, um, I then have an issue getting down with depth. So the alternative you know, I can't fish two flies, so the alternative is to put split shot on. And I normally don't fish with split shot, whether it's trout, steelhead. Split shot dramatically reduces the sensitivity of your rig. And it makes it a little less natural, and, and I really can't control the weights as much as I can control the weights of my flies. Because I, the way I tie my flies, I tie them at different weights. So that's how I, and rather than putting a split shot on when I'm urinifying, I just change flies because I have a bunch of patterns, the same patterns tied in, in different weights based on bead size and lead wraps behind that. So I can make really micro adjustments with my weights when I'm urinifying. But you add the split shot and you're completely limited by the size of the split shot. Not to mention I don't own a bunch of split shots, so I really only had one size that I stole from my buddy Alex. Um, so that's what I was using, but, um, so the big issue was, is, you know, I'm fishing for these fish, um, I had a split shot about 12 to 16 inches above my, um, it was an unweighted fly I was fishing, 
I switch between a weighted egg pattern, an unweighted egg pattern, and an unweighted leech pattern. And I even even tied on some normal natural nymphs for these because I noticed there was a pretty good hatch going off some smaller bugs. So I figured I'd try naturals too. But I just I had no confidence in the rig at all. Like I'm, my mind was racing. I'm like, what am I doing? Like I, I don't even know if my shot pattern's right. I did hook one fish in the morning uh, with a specific shot pattern, so I kept going back to that because obviously if it worked in the morning, it should work here. Um, but I, I no such luck so i kept changing shot patterns i kept changing flies finally i was like listen man you gotta slow down you, you gotta chill like my mind is just all over the place and uh it was being overthinking it was it was it was making me a worse fisherman than i actually am so i kind of took back sat back for a second I'm like hey what are you good at um i'm, I'm good at your nymphing. i'm good at your nymphing with two flies no weight on it, no split shot, and, and that's pretty much it. So how can I do that now with what I have, with my resources, and how can I, you know, be more confident in my presentation? So I got the idea to take a pair of pliers. I actually didn't have a pair of pliers, so I used my nippers, um, which I just have a cheap pair of toenail clippers from Walmart, so I wasn't super worried about messing them up. Um, and I, I squeezed the hook point in the nippers and I bent the hook point off of one of my flies. So I, I cut off that other ungodly rig that I have no idea what was going on with. And I attached my normal, my normal fly leader, which is, um, it was about four feet of tippet below my tippet ring. And then I tied about 20 inches below that with a four inch tag hanging off where that 20 inches was connected and so I tied the one fly that I broke the hook off to that tag is my upper fly and then I tied on another nymph as my bottom fly so now I'm fishing with two flies um, which is absolutely illegal but I hooked the I because I snapped off that one hook point um, that makes the rig legal because um, I was only fishing one hook point the other fly was basically just a dummy I wasn't I wasn't too worried about them eating that fly and then me me saying they were pretty pretty consistent um, on the bottom of the water column because I, I mean I could see the fish I could see where they were um, there was a few coming up to like the surface for some reason they and they weren't eating though they were just causing a disturbance um, for some reason but so you know I was I was confident in that rig I began fishing with confidence um, my mind was quiet which is good I wasn't overthinking it anymore. Um, and I could definitely tell that my confidence was building as my camera slips away. Um, it's slipping again, but, but my confidence was building and, uh, I just felt like I was covering the water better. Uh, I did manage to have two fish bite. I did not connect with them, but they were fishy bites. And, uh, yeah, I mean, those two bites were kind of, you know, not what I wanted. I wanted to catch a fish, but it was definitely better than not getting any bites, which is what was happening before. Um, but this is, you know, this is just one example. You know, there's plenty of other situations where I've had to slow down and, and go back to what I know in the past, what I know best. Just like every time I'm trout fishing and I can't get into a fish, the first thing that goes on my, my rig is a moth fly. I've been in so many conditions where I haven't been able to catch a fish. You put a moth fly on and you're able to catch a fish. So... 
when, like in those situations, in those tough situations, when you don't know, you got to stick to the status quo, um, which you, which has worked in the past, will likely work again. Um, not always, but you know, it's something to go on, and you kind of have that sitting in the back of your mind that you know it's worked in the past, and it'll work again. So, and confidence is king when you're fishing. If you're confident in what you're doing, you'll probably catch a fish, even if you're not using the right stuff. It's because your drifts are going to be better. You know, you're not overthinking it. You're you're focused on fishing. You're confident in what you're doing, and you're you're probably going to catch a fish. Just plain and simple. But that's just my my food for thought for the day. And uh, remember, guys, if you have any stories, any questions, feel free to text me at four six four five four seven two seven nine zero. And we'll see you next time.